0: Hola Madridistas, welcome to another preview of the one and only Madrid derby and and it's another season, it's another fiery matchup at the Wanda Metropolitano. But before we get into any of that, let's welcome our crack panel of Farooq, Alex and Sunaid. Of course, Sunaid and Farooq need no introduction, but right now we've had the pleasure and displeasure of knowing Alex. He's a wonderful Uh human being. But, you know, he supports the absolute scum of the earth in the football world. (laughs) So, (laughs) how how are you doing, Alex? You can introduce yourself.
1: great, actually. actually. Going back to the comments, I think the answer I'll give to that comment on Sunday. That'll be the best way to give the answer to your comments on Sunday.
0: Okay, okay. But uh, how did you become an Atletico fan, man? Um, It's a rare to Uh, find one in India.
1: Okay, so initially when like you know and La Liga was all about the galactic I really liked the way like Fernando Torres used to play in La Liga. Like it was even pre Simeon era when there was like Fernando Torres. So from there I started watching, but then like after Torres did for Liverpool, like I skipped it. Like, you know, I couldn't really catch up with La Liga. But then after like Hollande was like going on with the you know, our campaign was going fair. Like pretty good. Then I started like go back with the Atletico. Then from there to until now, like the journey is still going on. Yeah,
0: impressive, interesting journey you've had here personally as well, and as an Atletico fan. But A lot um, of... yeah,
1: A lot of playing,
0: but yeah. All right, uh, let's go with you, Sinead. How are you feeling? Uh, all excited for the derby.
2: Hundred percent. Um, one of our biggest games, you know, yet this season. Um, but yeah, man, FIFA 24 is what I'm all about for, for at least, you know, the past night, but, but, uh, yeah, man, Eldarby is something that I've been looking forward to because the way Atleti started the season, like it was, it was on a very bright note. Uh, and I was actually, you know, expecting them to, you know, put up a much better fight than last year. Um, they improved towards the second half of last year. We all know that, but, um, but again, we saw the RIO game, they are just unpredictable, when under Simeone this season.
0: Yeah, totally unpredictable is the word I would go for as well. Faruk, what about you, man? You seem chill.
3: Yeah, man, that's, uh, definitely, man. Like, I mean, this this is the game, you know, this is the business we're in for, you know, this kind of game's honestly. And uh, I personally think, you know, a lot of fans also are sleeping on Atletico this year because I feel like, you know, away from Barcelona, Real Madrid, that's a team to actually look out for. So, I think it's a proper proper test of you know our currently indecisive system. We're gonna see how we you know we're gonna match up against an elite opponent because let's be honest, so far we haven't faced any of them. So for me, it's just you know seeing how we're gonna you know survive or not survive this game. That's that's what I really look forward to.
0: Right. I guess uh, let's dive right into the Atletico side of things here. Uh, it in the last match in the Champions League last round. It was a totally different story for both teams. We finally got like a equal. Uh, we winner right at the death, and with the athletic, it was the other way around. Do you guys conceded. So, what's up with that, man? Are, are you guys still alive? Uh, you know, mentally. Yeah, yeah actually,
1: like Sunil knows my situation much better. So, like that time, like Sunil actually pulled like, like, literally that time. So, Resents. Like,
2: it's not. Sorry to interrupt you. It's not Sunil, man. Relax, okay? It's not Sunil. It's Suned. Oh, Suned. Was... Suned. You're going. Was... You. You're reminding me of my teachers. I'm getting fucking PSD, PTSD, not PSD, PTSD. At this moment, you know, because so, yeah, some... my name can be easily mispronounced. But yeah, go for it. Yeah, go so for I... it. So yeah, I would say so Suned pretty much knows about my
1: situation, how I was at that time. I mean, like, it's just athletic, man. Like, you know, like, we can't have a single day without, you know, any, like, a weird thing happening to us. Like, we can't have it. Like, we can't have a normal day. Like, as athletic fan, like, you know, from years to years, we can never have a, you know, like, a literal good day. Like, one of the things has to go wrong with us. And, like, there we go. So, the last year thing, like, I don't know, like, if you guys remember that uh, missed penalty from Carrasco and last season's Champions League. That's how we got out. So yeah, I mean, like it's like it's literally in our bloods. Like you know, like weird
0: things gonna happen to us. So yeah, pretty yeah, devastating. We Real Madrid fans, we think like we uh, we also have to suffer most games, right? But the fact is, at the end of the day, we are like so so much more luckier than athletic. It's like if you're an uh, Atlético fan, you have you're born to suffer.
1: Yeah, like it's literally in the blood, literally in the blood. That's why, like, you know, that's why we say Contra
0: todo e contra todo. Mm. All right. Uh, I guess that, you know, just moving on, uh, this kind of form just carries over for, carried over for the start of the season as well. How I just wanted to ask you guys, like, I, I was waiting for this moment to talk to an Atletico fan. Like, how can you go from winning 7-0 against Rayo and then at, in the next match day fucking lose 3-0 against Valencia?
1: okay i would say um literally i would say like including me as well like you know well we were literally walking on the clouds you know like 7 A. we were literally walking on the clouds like the leaves and all this bullshit. like valencia was a good reality check. Like, would... valencia was a good reality check like, because like you know like literally like we are now back on the ground like our feet back on the ground and like now we have to like be worried about madrid okay Like we had Sevilla match as well, but that was postponed. I guess like if that match would have postponed, the momentum would have carried through, you know, I think so. But like without the afternoon, like we had the international break, some players doing the training at the club, some players going out with the national teams and like a few injuries as well. Like Rodrigo De Paul, like he was like really, really instrumental for us. But like he got injured coming back from the national break. That's why I hate international break, man. Like, you know, there's not one single player can return like fully fit for national break, and especially when it means a lot to us. But yeah, I think Valencia was a good reality check for us because no players showed up that day. Like, everyone was fucking bad. Like, you know, like how everyone was good at well <laughs> Valencia was quite the opposite. Mm-hmm. So that was a good reality check. Now I would say like we have to like has to like you know keep them mind set on the tracks and they can't lose
0: focus now because these games like they really mean a lot. Right. Yeah. Uh, form goes out of the window in in, in these derbies and I think we're going to have a ma- real match on our hands. But Suneet, like I remember you caught some of the Valencia game as well. Uh, what did you find right. missing? What did you find missing in that game from Athletic?
2: Athletic's main problem is I think, um, especially... Uh, did remind me again? Did Coke play the uh, the Valencia game?
1: No, no, no. Koke was out injured. Koke was out he was out
2: injured. injured, right? Yeah. Like I always say, man.
1: Koke, Do you remember our, like first match of the season? Like he, so the match started, okay. the first match of the season. Koke right. Two seven minutes, he was walked off injured.
2: Okay. Okay. Right, I remember, you know, like my best friend is an athletic fan and he was actually uh, very vexed that um, Koke is always, like, he also had injury issues I think last season as well, right? So
1: Yes, yeah, that's why, like, Simeone was asking for a good defensive midfielder who can, can mm-hmm. get willing to do, like, you know, box. Yeah, but, like, yeah. I guess that's the main problem. Like, our owners don't really back the manager up. Like, even if you see now, like, we spend, like, 10 million something, that's it. Yeah, like Simeone was asking for a good CDM, but I couldn't get, but now we have to play Barrios now, who is out of the position and CDM, but like he's doing a pretty good job. But now he's oh. also injured. So now like, you know, like, our problems are like much more serious now. Oh, wow. I
0: didn't know that Barrios was injured as well. Fucking hell. Who will you play again? That's the thing. Yeah.
2: That's the thing, you know, like when I saw that Koke was missing, it was it was down to it was doomed to fail. Um the, the setup was doomed to fail because my my mate he used to always tell me that Koke was the glue, and I agree c- completely. Koke is the glue between Clarity's defense and, and, the, and the attack, and when he's missing, they miss that that edge, uh that 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 outlet, you know, who can really uh progress the ball, especially with his passing. Peter Barrios is nice, okay, but he's still young. He's very inexperienced. Like, if you're if you consider someone who is in 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 kind of maybe approaching their prime or like mid twenties, uh, you know, mid to late twenties, who has a bit of experience and then you know years in their in the in their foot, they can actually maybe give that role a chance. But Peter Barrios is not a six to start with, right? And he's being played out of position in a natality side who. Clearly, unlike previous, you know, uh regimes, you know, they clearly lack an identity, like, they don't know what to do. Before, right, like, especially, like, pre-2018, 2019, they had a clear identity where everyone on the pitch knew what to do. Now it's free for all, and m- most likely, maybe... Also, another reason, you know, I spoke with Rajat um, earlier in the week and we had this, uh, this same conversation. The quality in personnel is also a huge problem. Valencia, like, man-to-man, they might not be great, right? They have a few new gems like Kanos and uh, uh, the guy, you know, Javi Guerra. Uh, and uh, a few players, man, they have some good new fresh blood, but they, they don't have anywhere near the experience, you know, this current athletic side has, but yet they dismantle them. It's just conviction, I believe.
1: Yeah, I think like we are literally new uh, I forgot the name of the manager of Valencia, is What is it? Baraha, or Baraha, Baraha,
2: Baraha, Baraha.
1: Yeah, it's an job at Valencia. Mm. Like, like from the starting of the season till now, doing an exceptional job. I mean, good, good news for the Valencia fans <laughs> I think. <laughs>
2: A very good up-and-coming manager but uh rajat's voice it keeps dropping in and out
0: right guys yeah i mean it's not exactly stable maybe you can try like speaking up a bit more rajat but uh, I can, yeah
2: just speaking yeah. a bit louder might help uh, yeah
1: i'll try i'll try speaking a bit louder now is it good now yeah
2: it's all good it's good now it's good now.
1: so so perfect
0: right man like uh, just speaking about like your kind you alluded to a failure in uh, the board backing the manager but yeah i'll come to you, Faruk. Uh, so, are you like kind of impressed from a Madrid perspective uh, at the Atletico signing? So, they had Soyun Chu, Javi Galan, Like, do these get you out of your seat?
3: Uh, yeah, you know, that's the thing I will just, you know, maybe kind of a bit disagree with Alex in the sense that I will just look at what happened this season, but across the past couple of years as well. You know, this is a club that has gone out, you know, and, and signed, you know. Uh, a player like you know Rodrigo De Paul, you know, snatching him from the hands of, you know, Juventus and all of the Premier League clubs, you understand? So it's 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 I mean it's kind of unfair to say that you know the board has them back to him. Obviously like the board isn't gonna go out and do, you know, what Real Madrid and Barcelona are doing. Let's not forget that, like, you know, whether we like it or not, like Atletico Madrid shops in a different market so, you know, to what what, what what we do honestly. But I think you know the additions of this because last year I think you know the defensive solidity was gone. And I basically think what they have gone and done out this summer is that, okay, we need to fix this issue. We don't have output from the fullbacks. We get have in. We want, you know, experience. We bring in Cesar Aspliqueta. We want, you know, uh, a centre-back, uh, you know, albeit one whose form is not been uh, strong enough. You bring in Charles Arsoyunju. So I felt like, you know, they knew what they want and they went and they got it obviously, maybe, you know, a new midfield that would have helped. But then the question now becomes this, you know, it's Rodrigo the Paul, it's Koke, it's Saul, it's, you know, Thomas Lamar, it's Barrios, you know, like, these are names that you keep counting and counting. So who do you want to put where a red? Do you want to throw who? You understand? I can understand that, okay, obviously, Koke is the glue that holds everything together. I agree with that. But then still, without Koke, they scored seven, you know. This is the point as well. So it's not like, you know and also still with Kokia as well, you know, we know what happened last season as well, also okay, Like he was not fully fit and all that, but I kind of, you know, I personally really am impressed by what, you know, Atlético could have done, but obviously it still remains, as United, said, like there's still this lack of, you know, cohesion that hasn't happened yet. You know, in the past, everyone knew what they had to do, who was going to do, what, how is it going to happen? But I do believe that, you know, the, I personally I'm impressed with what let's go have done and I already I put them you know as as really really strong candidates for the title even ahead of Barcelona in my opinion. Ahead wow. of Barcelona? You are joking, right? Yeah. Bro, mm-hmm. Barcelona last season it was a miracle of defense. Do you think Ter Stegen pulls off the same miracle this year?
0: Man, it wasn't just You just have taken, a point. Uh, it, like Take the takes the away the goals from the
3: last year. Take yeah. away the goals from last year, Real Madrid wins the title hands down. There is no doubt. Take away. I mean, we saw the games out. your was pulling out miracles out of out of miracles, man. Take that away. I mean, unless he's gonna have two miracles seasons back to back, which I don't think will happen. So,
1: and plus, I would Barcelona like had Lewandowski. Like you know, he was getting them goals out of nowhere last season. Like this time, it's not really looking like that. It's not really
2: clicking. It's not as it doesn't come easily like it used to. to uh, you know, for Lewandowski. Whenever I see him, he. Yeah. Um, to be honest, he looks stiffer than his TikTok videos, you know, while he moves. I'm not gonna lie. And that, that's what he has come to.
1: You know, it's like when we signed Luis Suarez from Barcelona, like clicked, you know, like first season yeah. we started, like winning the title because Suarez was just getting his goals out of nowhere. Like he was just getting mm. his goals. And that's how we won the title. And like the next season, it was the same. The quality dropped from Suarez and like we were struggling. So I think it's gonna happen like same with Barcelona. I think so. It's just like you know, one of those like again, like another example I would give you, Robin van Persie in Manchester United. One season.
2: Yeah. One hundred percent. Wrong. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Though, like I I I hate to say that, you know, some some guys like Rafinha, they they find goals out of nowhere, man. I just hate to see it, but uh, he seems to be, you know, finding the back of the net every now and then
0: yeah even if he's not like chipping in i I feel like he's a constant threat Mm -hmm. except against the Mm -hmm. bigger teams maybe but the smaller teams he can just basically cook the fullbacks
2: so you you, you're basically insinuating that he's lukaku on the wing right i don't know man
0: yeah i prefer not to get into it but yeah let's get back on topic (laughs) like uh alex the thing is uh so farrook was saying right um Imagine there's a world where Atletico didn't have all of these injuries. Is this like the strongest squad you've had in the past few years?
1: Um, I wouldn't say so. I wouldn't say so because I think the strongest squad we had was in 2015. Like when we made the Champions League final. Uh, when we had Carrasco, Griezmann, our defense line was rock solid with Godin, Jimenez and our uh, like veteran fullbacks with Juan Fran and Philippe Luis. And at midfield, like that 4 4 2 formation of us, like was rock solid. We have Saul, like emerging Saul. Like you can see, like how he single handedly waited in the bank team and scored that goal in 2016. And we had Koki. And like on the wings, we have either Carrasco or Correa. So I would say, like, that 2016 team was like one of the best FG teams I've watched. This, I wouldn't really say so. But yeah, that 2016 team was like phenomenal.
2: Where do you actually lack depth rather this season, like um, it, it, apart from the obvious midfield?
1: I think we do have a good squad this season. Like when you compare it, like with like Barcelo, Real Madrid, I think we have good depth this season. I'm not talking about the quality in terms of quality, mm. uh, in terms of depth. Bodies, bodies. Mm. We do have mm. good depth. We have like two options in every position. But the thing is, like they're not really that much of a quality, you know, like they don't really know like you have Depay like, you know, someday he's going to like score bangers, the next day he's going to get injured and like drop out and then like you, you don't really know like what to expect from Rata either, actually, like sometimes like really a good good finisher and sometimes going to like drop like like from six yards he's going to like, you shoot the pool, ball away and then you have, you know you really like lack that quality and depth, I mean I would say we do have depth but like it's not really that much quality. But now like our depth is also injured. Like we signed Soyunjur for like centre back, he's injured. Barrios is injured. Poke is injured. Lemar is injured. Depay is actually coming back. And then like cross was like really fundamental for us. Like we play in a 5-3-2 formation. Like that guy is a really, really miss And like we didn't replace him. Now we have the new upcomers with samuelino and Javi Galan. I mean like they're good, but again, like, Samolino has to get a lot of experience in that position, you know, in order to like play like Carrasco's role. But Carrasco is a really, really big man, I would say. And right now, I would say, like, again, the same thing. Like, we lack quality. Like, if you see a Trial Madrid bench, like, you know, like they can give you a spark coming out from the bench. Like, if you have Valverde, like like, you see, like, you know, Champions League against you in Berlin, like, he shot from like outside, like, you know, to give some spark you have brain like you have options even like barcelona now they have pretty good options as well like when you look at the uh it's not like again korea coming from the bench sometimes it's good like i would say like you know like some of the kt players just like that could also mean sometimes can yeah. be good yeah, thank you can be sure you get <laughs> that's i'm
3: starting to doing a bit of this service though to you guys because the point is you know i just kind of you know look through what you're saying here the point is Barcelona, like, okay, when they want to make their forward subs, who do they bring on? You know, it's uh, the guys. The they bring on Joe Felix, man. They bring on Joe Felix. Can you, the... I mean, <laughs> come with that man first? Like, what's the name of the guy from uh, from that came from City, like the the forward that he bought for 15 million? I forgot his name. Um, uh, uh what, was that, what was that? What was that? What was that? Oh, yeah, Ferran
2: Torres, man. Ferran Torres, exactly.
3: The, the point is they bring on Ferran Torres, and you know, as just the guys mentioned earlier as well, with Rafina as well, he blows out and cold. So, like, I mean. The point is, when you look at Real Madrid as well, who do we bring on? We bring on Brian Diaz. He's basically someone also who you don't know what you're getting from, you know. Our striking striker is basically Hosedu. You remove the, you know, remove the midfield, and you go, you know, to the defence. Our full-backs, are, uh, it's Frank Garcia, who we are still not sure what we're getting into because Vasquez on the other hand. So when you talk about, you know, lack of quality, I think it's not just your guys. Throughout the league, there's a lack of quality, honestly. This is the thing. When you take away the starting eleven of these three, four, five teams that are really, you know, the top teams, you look at the bench and there is no much quality there. There is not much quality, honestly. So I kind of think, like, you know, when you say, like, there is quality, okay, yeah, obviously we have course and Modric on the bench, you know. Barcelona has, you know, either Gavi or Pedro or one coming in in the second half in the midfield. So, yeah, that's, there is there. But when you look at the defensive option and the, and the attacking options, like, I think I if there is even a significant, I don't think there's a significant difference. And the difference in quality between your subs and our subs, I don't think uh, is that significant, honestly.
1: Yeah, but I would say like, um, like you guys bought like hundred million like Bellingham, right? Like he's like much better than the big thing we have. Like if you have put like uh, we,
3: in- we we shop in different markets, bro. This is nothing new. It's always been like that, bro. I'm sorry, like you're just a, you're the four-step brother, bro. But this is the fact. <laughs> that,
1: that's what that's what I'm saying. This is very really lack. Like, this is very really lack, like, and that's. what I would say that you know like. Uh, spending 120 million on job fields, like it's still hurting us like you know like financially like we are still in debt with that 120 million spending on job field i mean i hope it does well at barcelona actually because you know so that we can get that 100 million out of him and like invest in different positions but even though Barcelona can do three one three two so i just want him to perform well like yeah. i don't care about the barcelona i just want <laughs> to the- get <laughs>
0: Yeah man that's that's what i hope as well like uh, if he let's say if he does score like 20 goals this season for barcelona do you think you can get a hundred million out of him forget it
2: no
0: chance no yeah. chance no <laughs> chance forget how it. many
2: how many how many years does he have left on his contract i think a couple of years max no
1: no actually the thing is so like before going to the loan towards barcelona he renewed he renewed part- yeah
2: right yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah so Atletico, you know like this this is something which I really, really like, like let you always have an edge over Barcelona and like you know in the terms of transfer Tra- business,
2: transfers, yeah,
1: we fought them really bad during the transfer. <laughs> something I really really admire, like can you imagine we got Memphis Depay for like penny like literally pennies like two three million Yeah. like I mean in terms of transfer business that is like literally penny, like two three million like what is that price, and then you know and like, especially that Luis Suarez, like they gave them Luis Suarez, again, that David Villa, the title we won, won in 2014, they gave us David Villa. And, you know, we gave them Mark for 120 million. 20 million. We got him back for 20 million. And <laughs> the initial fee that agreed was 40 million. And, and the they still somehow scammed up to, you know, get him back at 20 million. So this is what, like, I really admire from like the business. Sometimes they do it really good. Especially about when it comes to scamming Barcelona. But well, yeah, I would, I would be really
0: happy, you know, if they did do it again, hundred million on Joao Felix. Take it. If that does happen, they'll have to like finance it over ten years or twenty years.
3: Alex, <laughs> <laughs> I, so I, I just, I'm just wondering, like, I would love to get a perspective, like, why do you think it didn't work for Joao Felix? Because I mean, he was supposed to be the prince who will become the, you know, the king eventually, you know. What happened? I don't know if you can give us an insight to your own personal
1: perspective. Okay, like in literally, like literally, like when you see the difference between Griezmann and Joao Felix, like there is a lot of difference. Like when you see a Griezmann, like the work he do defensively is really good. Like you can literally see him putting the tackles. Like when he's playing onto in the forward position, like you can see him putting the sliding tackles. But Joao Felix, like what he would do is like he doesn't really run much, you know. Like he doesn't track that much doesn't press doesn't press doesn't really track back much so like it's not really that simeon type of fail. like Simeone yeah. even like said this in a press conference that it is his failure that he couldn't convert job really into a system like it is one of his failures and that's it I mean, and you know like even the stupid option like he went from the city to chelsea i mean like i don't know what the hell he was thinking to going from City to Chelsea, like it's literally,
2: it's even worse actually. At least he even has a plan, no? He can yeah. but, like, going to Chelsea. Was like I don't know. But yeah. that again is a that is again is a you know a damn in indictment on Felix's work ethic, his his commitment to the cause. You could you could call it all of that because see, um, if you go back 10-15 years, every talented player, no matter who they are, right? Like let's 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 actually get this into perspective. João Felix is not even a big name. He's not. He just as he was he was just highly touted as a youngster who got bought for you know a lot a of, lot of money. That's it. He hasn't proven anything yet. Maybe a couple of seasons with Benfica, but we all know you know what the Portuguese league is about. It's at least a couple of levels below the, you know the the uh, the standards in La Liga and in the Premier League, etc. So. Joao Felix, if he was actually aiming to be one of the top, top best players in the world, he would completely buy into Simeone and work for him. But instead, he said, no, I'm not going to go out of my comfort zone. I'm going to play like I used to, be the luxury player in an era where everyone, you know, runs for each other, where the team operates in tandem. I, I don't understand. It's, it's, it's honestly a waste of such a brilliant career.
0: So, what we're saying is, yes. just, it's just this mentality that's causing him to, like, not fulfill his potential. Yeah,
2: would... 100% at Barcelona? Go on, Rajah. Go on,
1: Roger. Sorry, sorry. So I would say that initial days, you know, when we signed Felix, like, it was, like, everyone was excited because we just lost Griezmann and mm-hmm. we were looking for someone to replace him. And Felix came with his, you know, like, he his dribbling is really good. Like, he came with his plays and all that tricks. So, like, he got the fans excited. Like, I'm not going to lie, he got the fans excited. The first season, like again, like he couldn't really do like much in double figures, I guess. Like it was nine goals or something, I guess. And then next season, it was like really good the title winning season of Pars. When you see like Felix was like really good with like him play with Luis Suarez. But again, it was on and off with Simeone. The thing with Simeone is like if you don't run, you're not gonna play. Simple as that. Like, is, like simple. Like, you know, if you're not gonna run, you're not gonna play. So like, you could see, see like there was on and off between Joao Felix and Simeone. Like, you know, Simeone used to play even Angel Correa instead of Joao Felix and Sam during our title winning season. So it's just simple as that. Like, if you don't run, you're not going to play. And I think like with that, the distance of the relationship between Joao Felix and Simeone, it keeps getting bigger and bigger. And now like eventually it led to him leaving to Barcelona.
0: All right. I mean, the- we can go on about how Felix on and on man like but it's just depressing man for me like he was as a Portuguese fan uh he was it's just so heartbreaking that he couldn't you know take on the reins from Cristiano but yeah let's move on let's like move on to the game but before we do that uh, I'd like to read out a few comments uh from a comment section so Rahul is here so uh just for context Alex uh, Rahul is our like resident Atleti fan he's always here whenever we like lose <laughs> and he's always there to prop up athletic. So he says, athletic, believe in Cholo. So how's that exactly. belief going man? Like, Do you still like 100% believe in Cholo or are you like getting tired?
1: Obviously, like I think athletic what Atleti is right now is all because of Cholo. Because I've seen him playing, you know, like Teddy playing before Cholo and right now, like I would literally say the new scenario, is definitely from Cholo, I would say. He brought the you know Champions League runs back to back. Like we still have been dropped out of Champions League in the Simeone ring. Like we have finished off for like always. Okay. And before Simeone era, like we were seven, eight, like that. Like it was not consistent. But after Simeone, like we are really, really consistent. So I would say that financially he really, really, you know, made us strong. That new stadium, I think that was literally really, really Simeon escaped to us. We should
0: actually build him a statue out of Madhra Polikana, we deserve
1: it. A gold statue, yeah?
3: Uh, not really a gold one. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we can give them some clay, they can use clay, you know, the remnants we have from our innovation, they can use some clay and build a statue out there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, and... Uh, violation, done? Faruk. <laughs> yeah, it is truly a violation. Uh, Hassan says, Cholo Taka is due another cooking. Vamos. No, that Chole remains to be seen, man. That remains to be seen. Chole. All right, uh, With that, uh, let's, let's like uh, get into like the game matchups, uh, the important ones that we see. So the question is right. Uh, Real method, we basically leave it to the second half. Somehow we need to score a goal. And right now it's Jude Bellingham scoring the match goals. And do you think the athletic defence have enough to, like, stop uh, Bellingham and Co from scoring?
1: Um, I would say, you know, like, Bellingham right now, like, he's just, like, you know, like, he's always at the right place the right time. Bellingham right now is literally that dude. Like, he's, you know, he's gonna, even that against Union Bull, right place, right time, you know, to just poke it in, empty net. I would say Bellingham, like, he's really, really, like, you know, like, Especially with his confidence, he's really high on confidence right now. Like he's literally scoring every game and giving like a pretty defense right now. We're not, I would say, like we're not really that athletic we used to be. That you know, one zero game over. there. I won't really say that we're not that athletic anymore. Um, but yeah, let's see. I just hope like Bellingham doesn't really find that right place, right time thing with Brady Oviedo. But besides that, I think we can keep uh Real uh, Madrid. Quite down because first thing it's in Metropolitano, the atmosphere would be great. The second thing, uh, I hope you guys don't have Vinicius Junior, which he's a really really good threat. And but I mean Rodrigo is also a threat. I mean like if I remember that last season Copa del Rey, he's run against us like he's just that solo goal. Yeah. And um, wow. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> because you we were that was the only shot like on the trophy last season and like. Rodrigo doing it for us. But yeah, I mean, Rodrigo can do that. But yeah, I think the only player I am most afraid I think, that is Jose Lu because of his aerial threat. That's the player I'm worried about, not them. Mm, strong words, man. Uh,
2: imagine um, imagine 2015, you know, an athletic fan saying that they're worried about aerial threats. You know, it's, it's a stark contrast, you know, six, seven years on. It's just unbelievable. Coming
1: yeah. from an athletic fan. Not we're not really that rock solid team we used to be. Like we had these like really good defenders in Kurdin. Like Jimenez is good, but again, it's not consistent, like because of his injuries. Otherwise, Jimenez is our best defender. Because, like, you know, he is the one that you can take the mantle of Kurdin. But again, like the injuries, like it's not consistent. Mm-hmm. And the other backs, I'm not really sure. Irmoso, again like sometimes that. he elbows sometimes like he does like some stupid stuff sometimes like but he's really good on the ball he's really important. but yeah i would i wouldn't say like we really have a good center back besides Jimenez.
0: yeah but uh, jimenez is gonna play yeah, for sure
1: yeah i think that uh back five is going to be molina and savage Jimenez, Hermoso, and left wing back, I'm not really sure if it's gonna be Samolino or Rodrigo Riquelme. I'm not really sure about the left wing back. What what's going on with Mandava? Rinaldo is like coming back. Like he had the uh, I forgot like the his injury, like he was out of this season. Like he happened like like last season. Like it was he was gone for a long, long time. Like now he's slowly slowly getting back he'll be back i, I guess after january or something again he's uh yeah i forgot Mandava. like he's a great trade defender. great
2: player yeah i really like him mm.
1: yeah. it's that cholo type of player, a great mm.
2: player. tremendous work work right yeah up and down up and down yeah,
1: exactly. great, yeah. but yeah that's what i'm saying like we are like really bad down
0: yeah, man, but uh, just coming just to the attack and the midfield, uh, Farouk, I'm going to come to you because we as Madridistas, we are actually scared of former Madridistas coming and, you know, facing against us. They always seem to turn into prime Zidane or whatnot. And we're going to be facing two Madridistas, Faruk. Uh, What is, What's your take on them? Are they going to have a good run out?
3: I think there is a third one as well because if I'm not mistaken, although he he never was formally a player, I think Barrios also was let go by Real Madrid News Academy actually as well. So he becomes three as also. Well, they might, you know, be something. But, yeah, I mean, the uh, Ratch has always been there forever and ever. I'm not too worried about him. But, you know, like, uh, I think uh, uh, Laurenti might be one to really, really look out for, especially for that curse, you know. But, honestly, like, you know, uh, away, away from that, I think, you know, players like Griezmann might give us a lot of problem because, you know, of that spaces that Griezmann likes to exploit. That's just in between, you know, the centre-backs and and the last defensive midfielder, honestly. So, that might be something that, you know, we might really, really uh, look out to. And other than that, uh, I feel like that, you know, the lack of presence in their midfield, you know, as uh, Alex was saying, you know, with Koki being out and I think Rodrigo De Paul also is out as well, if I'm not mistaken. So, like, you know, they have quite a number of quality players missing there. So, I believe, you know, our Diamond midfield 4 should be able to, you know, take control of that center of the park. But, you know, again, against Atletico is always the same thing. You know, it's just... You have to grind out the results, and just you know, it's about the fight, and you know, the, the willingness to see what what is or what is not. Yeah, I totally agree with him as well. You know, like about the fact that we have to be really careful with you know with uh, with Jose Lu, honestly. But I think you know the, the the thing about Jude is that, which is why which might be you know surprising for a lot of people is that Jude Bellinam actually hasn't scored a lot of goals by running from outside the box into the box, but rather his movement within the 18-yard itself. So I think that's something that Alex would really might make, you know, your 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 defense a bit worried because you know he knows a way to move around defenders and something like that. But yeah, I man, I think it's it's gonna be an interesting matchup. But to answer your question, Jacob, I think, yeah, that curse is gonna come in. So that's why I still you know believe that yeah, we hopefully you know Kepa can
0: be the keeper this time around. Oh wow, Kepa man. He just uh, just <laughs> The other I'm thing, sorry, right, yeah. I, I was like curious uh, to get your perspective on this, uh, Alex. Uh, with Marcos Llorente, he was like really the shining beacon in his first season with you guys, uh, with the position switch and whatnot. Is he still the same guy or has he lost a step? I'm sorry, I can't hear you properly, Ashley. Can you come again? Oh, yeah. Uh, so I was talking about Marcos Llorente. So with him, he had like a stellar season with you first time around. Is he still the same man that he was?
1: Uh, I won't say that he is still the same man because, like you know, again I'm gonna go back to our title-winning season, Like he was like really, really important for us, you know, to get the goals out of nowhere. He caught us like he got like double figures in both goals and assists. He scored like 10 goals and like he he had like 11 assists in that season. Like he was really vital, like, especially that combination with Trippier. Like him and Trippier on the right flank, it was dangerous. But you know, after Trippier's departure, like Lorente's, have been on a, like literally a downgrade. Like I won't really blame him, because like he's been playing yeah. out of position like quite a lot of times now. Because like you know, to replace Trippier as a right wing back, but now we finally I think we have replaced Trippier and Molina, which has been really good fullback. But Lorente, like you know, he has to find like really really good rhythm. Like he has to get his confidence back because I think. He has lost his confidence. And, like, Faruk made a, like, really good point right now because, like, we have most of our midfield injured. I think, like, you know, to control the game, we have to control the midfield. And Madrid have that thing. We don't. So, yeah, that'll be, like, really, really... What important.
2: would be your best midfield for Sunday, Rajab? Because I can't think of a scenario where any combination really can do a job. But in your opinion, what would be the best three you yeah. can put up?
1: Yeah, we don't really have much. Uh, Koke is actually back in training. So he mm-hmm. will get few minutes. Koke is actually like, that'll be interesting to see if Simone will play him in the starting lineup or it will be Witzel playing in the CDM position because Darius okay. is also injured. And the next two center midfielders, it will be one is going to Lorente, obviously, mm-hmm. like, you know, to keep for the pressing stuff. And for the left side, uh, we have Lemar injured as well. So, for that, I think uh, it will be either Saul or either Riquelme, Rodrigo Riquelme. Okay. I mean, Simeon is mine. Like, he can also play Griezmann in that position. Who knows? Because Memphis is also back in training. So, like, you don't know about Simeone. Like, you can literally alter the position. Because, you know, like, even, like, you know, a few matches, like, you can see Griezmann playing in the midfield. Because, like, he's putting in Korea and Murata. They're playing up top. And it's Griezmann really dropping into midfield. So, like, you never know, like, you know, what's, what's going on in Cholo's mind. Like, you can literally put any player in any position. So, yeah, uh, I would say the best midfield going to the Madrid dalby would be to CDM. Um, we don't really have much options. I think Wetzel is a natural choice. And then for the two center midfielders, I would go with on the right side, uh, Lorente. And on the left side, I will go with Saul because you need some physicality as well. <laughs> Um,
2: you you mentioned Riquelme, like I've I've heard the name a couple of times, but I've never really seen him play. Like I- is he good? Like is he is he an option?
1: Okay, so you know this summer transfer window, I was really excited about two players. That was Samuel right. and Rodrigo Riquelme. Because besides this, like we don't really made like really, really good signs. Mm. Rodrigo, Riquelme, like he was in Girona last year and he was really, really impressive. Like his playmaking skill was really, really good. So even this year, if you see him play, like, you can see that player in him. Like he has that potential. It's just like, you know, unlocking him to get that. He's pocket. an eight. Yeah. Proper eight. No, he's not a proper, He's more like a playmaker or a wingback. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes, okay. Put him into a back. But yeah, he's right. a wing or a playmaker. So, yeah, okay. Good pace will. well. Uh, you know, in this summer, like there was a rumor that Manchester City, like when Riyad Mari's transfer was going to Saudi Arabia, like there was a right. rumor like, going to Manchester City for like 40 million something.
2: From Girona. Yeah, obvious, obviously, city clubs, right? Like City Group.
1: Yeah, it's a city football group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, these are the two players I was really excited about Samolino and Kikilme. So, yeah. So, again, that's what sort I'm of saying. So, for left in back, so, it can either be Sam Molino or Rodrigo Riquelme. I don't know who's going to play, but yeah, let's see.
2: Sam Molino playing wing-back is a total waste of his abilities, man. Like,
1: uh, I won't really say so, because in Valencia, he used to play as a wing-back. But yeah, he's good as a winger, actually. But like because like in Valencia, he used to play as a wing-back and now this is how we play. And we don't really have Carrasco. So, we need a player in that position. I mean, you have Javi Galan. I don't know. To be honest, I seriously don't know why he signed him actually. Like, he doesn't really fit in like accordingly. But yeah, Samuel Lino… You know, Celta
2: Vigo guy, right? Yeah,
1: got I mean, because, like, we don't really play that four four two 4 2 position. We play in that 5-3-2. So, we need that dribbler on that left side. Okay? So, like, I don't know like how Javi Galan is going to like come and play. But it's good for depth, I would say. It's good for depth. That's all I can say.
0: Right? Do any other matchups come to mind? Uh, I feel like we've covered pretty much the whole pitch now. And we can like head into the lineups. Okay, uh, let, let me hear the Real the
1: lineup for Sunday.
0: What do you guys think? Oh, yeah. So, I guess like a good starting point is like the previous match that we played in the Champions League. So, Kepa obviously has to start in goal. It's Lucas Vasquez, Rodiger, Nacho and Alaba at, uh, at the defense. Luka Modric, Shawmany, Kamavinga, and Bellingham in the midfield, Josele and Rodrigo up top. I am expecting like a couple of changes, but apart from that, not really, man. What do you guys think?
2: So, Fede, Fede doesn't start, here.
0: This was the lineup previously. I think Luk uh, Luca's going to be replaced by Fede for sure. Uh, and
3: Carval comes in for Lucas Vasquez as well. Carval is
2: not fit. He's
3: not fit. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Okay then Lucas. it's going
2: as to as be as as fit as as for as as Napoli. As He's not going to be here when you're also going next week, right Farooq? For Las Palmas he won't be available. No, I'm not going to Las Palmas bro. Oh. oh, you're not going? Oh my god. Why? Yeah, man, shit happened. Then right? workouts? Okay. Yeah. So it's just postponed, it's not cancelled forever, right? Yeah, yeah, it's postponed. Okay, fair enough fair enough, fair enough,
3: fair enough, Man, it's not cancelled. We're all Madrid fans. I mean, they eventually the, our, our own pilgrimage is to go to the Mecca of football and you know perform our rights, you know, our <laughs> <with their laughs> respects.
0: Right. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, th- this midfield, like, let's start with the midfield, right? Uh, Rajat, I'll put it, I'll reverse the question to you. Like, what is the worst midfield that you want to face right now?
1: Oh, man, you, you guys have so many options in midfield. Like, how would I say the worst option? Okay. Uh, I would say Tabayos. Um, <laughs> uh, Rindyaz, Tabayos and, come on. Brian Diaz, Tabayos. Brian Diaz is
0: not part of the midfield, man. Come on. He's he's a forward. No, he plays as TAM. He does come on as a CM, right? Yeah. yeah.
2: Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. But he mostly comes on for, for the right side. Like... He drifts in and out of the 10 and the right winger spot. But you have a point. He he's actually a can by trade. So
1: yeah, okay. I mean much better than like I would say, like, you know, instead of playing Bellingham, I'll be happy. You know, like we can like, start <laughs> in the point. Okay, so yeah, So, my, uh rest two options. I can't really think of any. Um I would okay, so like you know, like if i have to pick the worst midfield i have to you know like keep out that playmaking ability so i'll take out i'll put counting and chumeni because of their PDM ability yeah so oh, there's so no no
0: cruise and mortgage here
1: yeah? no cruise and mortgage. obviously i'm taking out the playmaking. <laughs>
2: <laughs> since you mentioned that rajas from an athletic fan like I'm, I, I i i actually want to know like, do you think they still have it in them, um, in 23, 2023, to actually, you know, uh, make a difference at big games?
1: Uh, but for to make the difference in the big games, you need players of that caliber. Uh, if you see in that athletic lineup, we only have Breesman who can do this. We don't really have, you know, that. Out of like, you know, for Real Madrid, it was Vinicius or Benzema. They can. You know, you have that person to make a big difference. And in the side, you only see Griezmann. Sometimes he also, like, fucks up. Like, against Lazio, like, he had the chance to make it 2-0. But, like, he put in the ball, like, skyrocketed. Yeah. Like, the only player we have in that position. I'm going to, like, tell you this right now do you guys. If Griezmann is going to have a good game on Sunday, the will have a good game.
0: If he has a bad game, we are fucked. So, yeah, we have to man-mark the shit out of him. If you have to get anything out of it, I guess.
1: Yeah, I think he'll be between Jumani and Alaba, like, he'll be stuck between them. Let's see. Because besides Prisma, I don't really see that you know, that player who can find a pass from out of nowhere or who can you know, who can get something out of nowhere. There is no guy, I mean, if again, depai again is good for like you know, for like holding the ball, but again, you need that player. We don't really have that.
0: Right. Okay, I guess uh, let's just quickly go through the lineup. I guess the main questions are Farukh, the first question is is Nacho going to start over Fran Garcia? I'll be happy. Is it Mendy fit as well? is fit? Or is he going to play?
3: He's not going to play. Mendy was fit as well. So I, I, I feel like Fran should still play, though, no? Fran Garcia should still play, I assume. I think Fran Garcia still plays.
0: Fran Garcia against Juventus? Do you fancy that? I really hope Nacho plays actually on that left back. <laughs> Man, like Nacho's a uh, center back by trade, but he's like deceptively quick. I, I feel like he can actually catch up to Yorente.
2: I don't know, but um I will
3: fancy my chances with Fran Garcia against Marcos Yorendi honestly.
2: Even I Fran, know. I don't think we we don't have an ideal situation down the left side, to be honest. Fran, we saw, you know, when when Kobo really turned it on. Fran was struggling,
3: yeah, but it's not really a strength. Kubo is one of the players that started to replace Moussa at like Liverpool. I mean, there is, a, there is something there. He's touted to replace Moussa at like Liverpool, like well, who said that? Those well, were the of course, man. Peter, that's man. A, that, that, that that was a, that was a shortlist. It was uh, Kubo, uh, It was Doku that went to City. It's uh, what's he called? It's Kubo. Uh, there was a guy from the Dutch. I forgot his name. Like those were the four, or five players that were being listed as potential players to replace him. like. Kubo has all the tools, so he just hasn't honed them yet, you know. So like that's the thing, like uh, Kubo is a different player, like Lurenti is a different player. So, like, you know, very few players will hold their own down against Kubo as well. You know, it's 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 not, you know, that's not a stuff one, you know, high praise, high praise. So, high
2: praise. so you, you you know the psychology, right, Jacob? If he was playing with us, Faruk wouldn't say all this. You know?
3: <laughs> if he was playing with us, he wouldn't get the chance to become what he used to be. That's the point. Like, that's also true. Maths, that's also, true.
2: Maths, that's it's also true.
3: true. It's, it's also true. maths. I mean, Lorente was there. Lorente, that you're afraid of right now. Were you afraid of him when you were playing for Real Madrid? Definitely no. Because he didn't develop into this. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, I mean, he's... he's I mean, even when, let Dani Serbaos go and join Atletico Madrid and you'll see how he will flourish for them, you know. Even, you know, Alexia is making, sticking the piece out of the guy. But this is just the truth, man. Because he doesn't have the chance to show what he can do. So that's the thing, honestly. But I, I was saying, like, I would fancy my chances with Fran against... Uh, because one thing we've seen is that, as we always know, is that Fran has that potential that, you know, made us invest in him to bring him back to the club you understand so we saw that a bit with the assists he gave last you know in the in the last out in, in the league as well so there is that chance and especially you know because we need to exploit that you know area prowess of osilu and as well to some extent bellingham you know so we need that person that's going to give that delivery so i i will you know go with fran in that position I'm right and i
0: guess the next question comes to like sunet man what's your like ideal midfield
3: see
2: mortis had a very good game especially the way he kind of you know uh over overcame his, his initial you know uh yeah initial slow start of the game like how he then went on to dictate the entire uh you know proceedings against berlin i would like to see him handle this athletic midfield especially in in this in this current form where they're you know missing so many key pieces i think he can do a job um he always has a job um Yeah, Chua many picks himself, Kamavinga or Cruz is is, is a dilemma, to be honest, um, for me, sometimes when I see Kamavinga and Fran Garcia synergy, it's not really great, like well, Fran Garcia synergy with nobody is really, you know, so, uh, you know, over the moon at, at this, you know, moment in time, but, um. Starting Kamavinga has its positives. Starting Cruz also has its positives. But I feel like Cruz coming on can be quite, you know, um, helpful in the second half to actually maybe keep the ball a bit more, you know, um, win some more falls and, and, you know, like dictate the tempo. And Kamavinga coming on into a game that is helter-skelter might not really work for him. Although he has, you know, shown us in the past that he is a perfect sub, you know, uh, coming on into a game that is, uh, you know, going at, uh, yeah, 120 miles per hour.
0: Personally, I think it's like very telling that Alex, you know, said that he would rather face Kamavinga than Tony Cruz, you know. Mm. Uh, and But I hear your point about like, uh, we need someone who might be able to change the game later on when atletico are pinned mm. back and Cruz is the, the guy to do it.
1: Mm.
0: Right, I guess like that like wraps up the lineup because Jose Luis and Rodrigo and They're not going to get replaced. So you guys
3: are keeping Fede on the bench, or how is it going? I didn't get the point. Yeah,
2: okay. yeah, Fede yeah. might have to start on the bench because he's pretty good off the bench. You know, he's going to provide the runs that going to make Atleti really because Thleti going to sit deep. Let's all be, real here, right? Like after the initial adventures, you know, like like every um like everyone expects they're gonna you know come out guns blazing but they'll know very quickly the way we keep possession you know coming out of the blocks and trying to hit us won't really work so they're gonna be sitting deep and hoping to counter right rajat am i am i predicting it wrong or
1: no 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 I, yeah I'm, I'm literally like playing out the blueprint over here So first couple of minutes like first 10 15 minutes 30 is gonna go gun blazing on you guys you're gonna mm. press you pressure you you know drag to score in that first 15 minutes and when madrid will start to gain some momentum in that midfield position we're going to go back to our night <laughs> position and wait for those counters with that Lorente and samolino on the big back positions so yeah I'm just so gonna when blue pit right over here first 50 minutes, all athletic guns blazing after that, that now
2: after that it's it's the it's the adrenaline you know like once you come to your senses you realize, oh, you know, we gotta be a little more conservative here now. So that's when Fede can actually make a 30 second guess and probably win a pen, you know, you know, get their defense to be you you know, be disorganized because uh when Fede runs at you, it's it's difficult to stop him. Okay, I
1: have a question to you, Daiva So like we are all discussing about on the right bank, like, Lorente, right. yeah, Nacho. Or like right. or like in that. But uh, I see none of you guys mentioning on the left side of the critical, we have Samuel Lino. Like he is really a, like you know a picky player to handle. So do you guys think like Lucas Vasquez can do the job of handling it? The reason why we don't
2: mention it is because we have no confidence, you know, that we can deal with it. Simple as. You know, we just brush it aside because we have no other options. Because you know for a fact that you know, apart from Danny Carvajal, like we don't really have a right back. Unless Fede drops in as a you know auxiliary, you know, wing back for us, but it is what it is. Sam Malina is gonna have a field day, simple as. We all know that. But going the other way, when Lucas Vasquez has space to work with, you have seen his delivery for someone who's memed so much, who's a yeah, backup yeah. player who doesn't get enough minutes. He puts in some pinpoint crosses. Yeah, that's why
1: I mean, I am more like like, actually, Jose is going to be more dangerous than Berlin. You know, that's why I'd say that, like, Jose is the guy, like, you know, we should be watching out for, that's why I would say because his aerial threat is there, like, you guys, uh, you can see it, like, you know, in the match of Union Berlin as well, like, he was there, like, he just, like, missed mm-hmm. that finishing touch, but yeah. he was.
0: Yeah, a constant threat.
2: Yes. Okay,
0: sir. I guess we can, like, go on to the predictions since we're, like, talking about who's scoring goals and whatnot. So Rajat, let's like go with you first. Uh what do you think is the score like gonna be? Uh, okay, I'm gonna go
1: with two, one, two. Three,
0: two, three. two
2: mm. Okay. Let me let me let me let me let me hear that again. Okay. Let two, me hear that again.
1: Two
0: one thericover
2: two, two, <laughs> two one to athletic, right, okay.
0: Right, it's gonna come out on Twitter, is it, Sunet? We, if, if, if it we
2: got out. him, we got him, we got him. <laughs> no, no, just just I just just wanted to, you know. Uh just, uh, yeah, keep it in my heart forever. So, you know, get him in, get him in 8k, so because we're going to, we're going to be seeing Rajat, you know, even more now. So this is, this is first foray into, um, you know, predicting the future. I hope uh, it turns out the other way. Right. You
0: know? All right, Sunit, since, since you like caught him in 8k, let's like get your opinion. Um,
2: it'll be 1-0 man Scrappy. 1-0 okay. Scrappy win for us obviously i'm not gonna say for us you know one else crappy win uh where probably they might have an uh a disallowed goal or some sort of you know messy controversy maybe a controversial pen like when we least expect athletic if they can really you know give give it all and uh i feel like the more we underestimate them you know the more uh bite they'll have that's that's always been my you know uh thing with Atleti. remember even under Carlo last season you know um it, it was it was it was a one all draw but the way the match panned out we didn't have control for large parts if you remember yep. you know at home as well so yeah
1: fair point as well actually
2: yeah so in the derby form form you know overall you know, feel of the team it goes out of the window. You know, it's it's a fresh, fresh slate. Yeah,
1: Sorry. like unless you know, like I hope the refs don't work for you guys. Because That's
0: gonna be all good. Really, you think hey. that's gonna be a factor ever? Come on, man.
1: <laughs>
0: Come on.
2: So Rajat really thinks that they favor us rather than Barcelona. yeah?
1: No, I think it's both the clubs actually. Like I can literally pinpoint like little things in the match. I'll I can pinpoint the little things. On Sunday I'll pinpoint the little thing. The ref is gonna go like this. Yeah. Let's, let's Join us for the post match. Yeah.
2: It'll be nice. Rajat, if you can, yeah. Yeah. But sure. you'll be having your spaces, right? Like, yeah, let me know.
1: Yeah, I'm like, yeah, we can we can discuss a time. Oh,
0: sure.
2: It'll be right after the game with us. It'll be straight like 20 minutes after full time for us.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Right, right, let's do that. But Farouk, come on, man. Farouk, tell us your prediction. So quiet.
3: Uh, I think it's going to be a tie, guys. I, I I, kind of feel like, you know, it's going to be a game that, you know, as I said, it's going to be a very scrappy games, you know, going back and forth. I think both sides are going to score. Why? I you just can't just... I just don't see them scoring two and we scoring two. That's the thing. That's why I think it's just going to be a 1-0 tie. Because we're working basically, you know, uh, are looking, you know, hot and cold, especially in front of goal, you know. So I think it's going to be a one 0 draw, in my opinion.
0: Mm. I I actually thought like it could be a two-two because it can get become crazy, like shit can get unhitched at the Wander Man, and I feel like there are goals in this game. Both teams are going to score as well, so mm. it's going to be a two-two for me.
2: It's no longer the Wanda, by the way. It's the Sevitas Metropolitano, right?
0: Yes. At this moment. Yeah. So Metropolitano. okay. Wanda- we we
2: just got used to the Wanda thing. Wanda yeah. has a ring to it.
1: That is true. Like we were sponsored by Wanda oh, wow. first, and now no, it's the it. uh, At release is not like. Oh, so every,
3: uh, so every season, every every five seasons we have to find a new name. So it's going to be Wanda, and then Civitas and then Toyota and then Airbus, and then Boeing, and then keep going <laughs> on like that. I mean, come on, guys! I mean, but I yeah.
2: Know, yeah See for let's be honest. Metropolitano is a cool name, but apart from that, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. But yeah,
3: yeah. I know the Metropolitan is good, but why should he have to be one? Metropolitan. Imagine today we see this is Faruk Bernabeo, and tomorrow it is Jacob Bernabeo. How does that make sense, bro?
0: No, it doesn't. Man, if I had the money, yeah, let it, let it be Jacob Bernabeo.
2: <laughs> but there were rumors, right? We were gonna sell our naming rights or something. I was like, fuck no, yeah. you know, we shouldn't be one of those clubs, man. Honestly but
1: yeah.
0: Like Spotify Capital?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Spotify Capital.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, are you guys selling your grass as well outside the stadium or is, it just, is that just Barcelona?
1: Uh, no, I don't think we're selling any grass out there. Just <laughs> <laughs> they're the grass in those little tip boxes.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let, let's take a couple of minutes to laugh at Barcelona. Man, Raja, did you did you ever imagine them being you know, from there to here in in a span of like two, three years,
1: never, never, I think like is parcel you know like this like taking things into their own asshole, I would say, like I don't know like <laughs> stupid stuff, like like if you look at the Barcelona transfer window, like the money they spend like on stupid things, like just look at the Barcelona transfer window in like a couple of years like. They bought Kessi, okay, and then again they're going for a CDM. Like, what's that for, right? And then, then you can look, you, they bought Depay, then they bought Aubameyang, and then they bought Lewandowski. Like, what the fuck are you guys thinking? Like, can you guys stick with one, right? And then, like you know, they were like literally like they had no money, and then somehow they generated like 70 million for a Like, how the fuck? Like, you don't know. So like you know it's just like some things like they and especially like if they transfer plans like when you see Eric Garcia for 50 60 million from Manchester City the guy that... was it 50
3: million for Garcia no no Garcia was free no he was a free agent he was a free transfer
1: they paid money no no they paid money for Eric Garcia was for they paid for they
3: paid for Ferran Torres 50 60 for Ferran Torres not Eric Garcia Eric Garcia was a free transfer you sure? Because I, I don't know Yeah, why. Yeah, because like, I remember like they wanted to get him in January to pay CT, and CT did not allow him to go, and then he eventually moved there for free.
2: But even for a free, it feels like, you know, paying, paying wages is a, is a criminal offense, but yeah, yeah, it is what it is.
1: Yeah, I thought he went for a free, but anyway, again, anyway, yeah. like like he said, for Antares, like, doesn't make any sense. Just look at the yeah. transfers of Barcelona, like, again, and you look, like, the place they Dubai. buy, like the place they sell, like Griezmann one twenty, Coutinho one forty, and Pele one thirty. Like they just spending it. Like you know, like like who wants to play for Barcelona? Hi, okay, come over. How much you want? Fine, take this. It's just like stupid things. Like imagine that budget letty has. Like you know, like one twenty, 130, 40. So We can literally like buy so many good players. We made a mistake
0: in Felix though. I'm gonna tell you that. <laughs> That's still a while Quite back. Bad. I feel like you guys have learned your lesson. Yeah, like, especially,
1: like, never go big with the players. That's why we only spend like, 8 to 10 million this transfer window. And we got, like, 4 players in that price range, 8 to 10. But, yeah. Yeah. I think it was Real Madrid, like, we had, like, the 40-50% of the, you know, expenditure in La Liga.
0: Yeah, La Liga actually yeah. had a positive spend, so we... Actually, sold more than we bought. So, 80 million profits for La Liga. And compared to the other leagues, like, we are nothing now.
1: Yeah, you guys, yeah, I'm not saying these guys are like just going out of nowhere. I mean, like, they are not really doing good business as well. But I was just say it's Barcelona, who just goes on. Like, again, example, Dubai for two, three million, where they could have easily bought 15 out of they sold Yeah,
2: no, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. It's
1: just yeah. wild.
2: <laughs> yeah, nice business for you, though. 100%. Yeah, that's
1: what I'm saying. I love, like, I, love it. it's I get orgasms, like, fuck, yes.
0: <laughs> right. The voice, let's, like, wrap it up, you know. Uh, orgasms was, like, my trigger word to, like, end the podcast, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go. Uh, so, thanks all of you guys who are still in the comments uh, and kept us company, still watching love you guys and if you are still here don't forget to leave a like and if you're new here do consider subscribing and we also have uh, alex's uh, twitter i believe in the uh, youtube handle so just go and check him out give him a follow show him some love and of course we're gonna have a lot of content coming upcoming next week as well Uh, so do stay tuned for all of the short content from uh, on YouTube as well as Instagram they're also on all of the audio platforms so yes. there'll be fan
2: camps as well from from the metropolitano on, on sunday so look out for them
0: oh yeah that's going to be really good content guys so do uh, hit the notification i hope
2: said survives i hope said survives the night you know he, he was telling me bye like i don't know <laughs> you know it, it's going to it's going to get hairy you know especially if we have a you know a 2 nil 3 nil win mm-hmm. people are not going to be happy with seeing white scarves but um yeah, I hope he returns back in one piece, but
0: yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, he can always wear an athletic shirt, but I don't know if he, if yeah. he will do that. How about
1: the shipping charges to Spain?
0: Right. Uh, just to wrap it up, I guess, uh, do check out our partners over at in, uh, Real Madrid Committee on Instagram. They have some really good content on there. Check them out. And thank you guys for all of the support. So, you guys know what to say. Hala Madrid!
2: Hala Madrid! Hala Madrid!
0: i like save it for my own guy. I'll save
2: it for my
1: own guy.
0: Alright, alright. <laughs> there we go then. Okay. See you guys. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Bye.